This is Jack Scallions. Would you join me for just a few moments from my heart to yours? No man knows the days or the hour of Christ's second coming. Yet Jesus made it clear to the Pharisees that anyone who can tell a change in the weather by observing the sky should be able to see the happenings of the time and be instructed. Today, any thinking person with half an ounce of Bible understanding and any common sense at all should know that our world is on a collision course with God's judgment. On September the 17th, our church honored this pastor for 50 years of service, 45 years as senior pastor, the last five as pastor emeritus. Over these five decades, many have and still do call me pastor. For that half century, I have been a student ever learning. I have learned to have no confidence in the flesh. Men will disappoint you, but Jesus never will. I have learned the value of friends and am blessed to have so many friends. I have learned the faithfulness of God, how good God has been and how faithful, even in my futile, often pride-filled, sinful attempts at serving Him. I've learned how little I know. I was smarter when I began to, uh, to pastor at age 23 than I am today. Then I knew everything about everything, and now it seems I am less intelligent and more uncertain about everything. I've learned the brevity of life. Where has time gone? It moves so swiftly and so quietly. It seems like only yesterday we came with our few possessions, two small children, and hearts filled with dreams. I've learned the wonder of my Bible, the marvel of its truth, the comfort of its words, and the sureness of its prophecies. And in that regard, I have watched in amazement as the signs of His coming have ripened at a fevered pace over these past 50 years. Today we live in the last hours of the last days. I was saved January 2, 1966, listening to my pastor speak of Bible prophecies and their fulfillment. There was a gentle revival sweeping over the southeast in the 60s and 70s, chiefly, I believe, to the emphasis given by God's people to the second coming of Christ. The largest and fastest growing churches in America were fundamental Bible-believing churches and all emphasized Christ's coming. Today, that message is rarely heard, and there is very little excitement in the churches concerning His second coming. Now, here I am almost 60 years later. Israel is in their homeland. The fig tree of Matthew 24:32 blossomed in 1948. That generation, my generation, shall not pass till the prophecies concerning his revelation coming are fulfilled. A generation was reckoned by the ancient Jews at 100 years. The Arabic nations, Russia and China, are, are aligned against Israel according to Ezekiel 37, 38, and 39. The Antichrist could be alive today. A one-world order globalism have set the stage for him. The average person spends two and one-half hours per day, 864 hours per year. That's 36 days or over a month before a computer screen. Computers so powerful today that the Antichrist could easily determine who would buy or sell if every person on the face of this earth made a purchase every second. The rise of homosexuality, 
sexual perversion, immorality, reprobate minds, doing those things which are not convenient, and having pleasure in them that do them. In 1966, all that was still in the closet. In God's creative order, he made them male and female. Declaring otherwise will not cause it to be any more than me saying I'm a 20-year-old college student when in reality I'm an 80-year-old retired pastor. Over 60 million little babies have been murdered since I came to the Fairview Baptist Church in 1973 when Roe v. Wade was enacted into law. Robotics and facial and voice recognition, artificial intelligence, all capable of producing the image of the beast of Revelation chapter 13. Could it be that creation took place as Usher's chronology states approximately 6,000 years ago? If a thousand years is as a day, perhaps the next thousand will be the seventh day or the millennium. When the disciples asked Christ, what should be the sign of your coming? He refused to give an update, but he painted them a picture on today's canvas of spiritual deception, wars and rumors of wars, pestilence, natural disasters, and international upheaval. When Paul wrote to Timothy, he explained that in the last days men should be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affections, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. Does it sound familiar? Maybe you think about the world we live in today. That's the point. And then there are the scriptures. The second coming of Christ is mentioned 318 times in the New Testament. Eight times for every time the first coming is mentioned. It is impossible to believe the Bible and not believe the second coming of Christ. Jesus declared, I go to prepare a place for you and I will come again. Paul wrote, the Lord himself shall descend from heaven. Peter spoke of scoffers in the last days, speaking, where is the promise of his coming? Matthew warned, watch therefore for not what hour your Lord will come. John the Revelator spoke of the heavens opening and the King of Kings appearing. Throughout the ages till now, believers have looked for his appearing. At his ascension, two angels declared, This same Jesus which is taken up from you shall so come again. It could be today. Maybe this next moment the trumpet will sound. Don't fault me today if I tell you that I believe he will come in my lifetime. The signs of the times are everywhere. Will you be ready when he comes? This is Jack Scallions. I want to thank you for allowing me the opportunity today to share just a few moments from my heart to yours.